0: Mind. I created it. I
1: built you. I created it, and it's real. Don't you? Understand?
2: Hello everyone, welcome to Struggle Session. I am your host, Leslie Lee III. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am joined as always by my co-host, Jack Allison. Today we have special guests, Courtney and Keisha Banks, the bank sisters joining us. But before we get started on the show, Make sure to check us out on Patreon.com Struggle Session or Sesh.plus if you haven't. That's where you get all the bonus episodes. That's where you get the Alan Moore mini series. Struggle Session presents Alan Moore where we're talking about Jerusalem. We're talking about Twilight of the Gods. We're, we're talking about all of the great works of Alan Moore. And remember to hit us up on the voicemail at Sesh.show. And if you want to talk to me directly check out my show culture on the call in app ios only for now but it's coming to android soon and you can listen live on the web at 1900culture.com we're doing wednesday nights monday nights week nights check us out 1900culture.com courtney keisha thank you so much for joining us today on struggle session
3: yeah thanks for having us
2: So I'm so glad to have you on because your channel is so funny. Where can people find you and all the wonderful videos you have and all the diverse array of topics you talk?
0: (laughs) Um, Definitely check out our YouTube channel. It's in its infancy. So um, it's just the bank sisters and we do all kinds of, different things from talking about politics to trying to compost out here living with our parents. Yeah.
3: Yeah, We try to keep it like a broad array, you know, so people can see that we're real people and we don't just like, I mean, not that we don't love podcasting, but you know, we still have to uh, do our house chores, I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's not all it's not all just it's not all the glamour of podcasting there's also chores (laughs) um
3: yeah and then outside of that we have um we have a podcast called this is bullshit um where we you know talk more politics and such um and then we also have a a podcast called i hope they show bravo in hell where we talk about more pop culture (laughs) and housewives and reality tv
2: And that is how I found y'all, not through anything politically you were posting. That was just a coincidence. I found you through Housewives (laughs) posting, because I was trying to find people who were talking some real shit about Housewives. So let's get into it. Yes, I
0: like to get into
2: it. Housewives is in the news right now. They're filming uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and apparently- (laughs) Kathy Hilton, who is one of the weirdest people on the face of the planet. <laughs> oh, my God. We should talk a little bit just how who Kathy Hilton is. She's Paris Hilton's mother. She's, I don't know, the heiress of the Hilton fortune-ish, something like that. Her husband and is she's, yeah, Rick Hilton. He yeah, her husband is Rick Hilton. But they didn't actually grow up all that rich. They just have the money now. And so she's super weird. And she made an Instagram comment under her husband's... Post his posts, he posted something like TGIF, and then under the post (laughs) is Kathy Hilding making a public comment. These are multi millionaires. She made a public Instagram comment saying, Please call me, I need to get out of here now for all the world to see. Because apparently there was some drama going on down during the trip to Aspen that all the girls were on and we don't know what the drama is. It allegedly was not directly affecting it directly involving Kathy Hilton, but she did tweet out, uh, but she did uh, make that bizarre message and her explanation was this. I knew I'd catch him call uh, with by saying call me get me out of here because I did have my iPad 10% left no charger and I started getting scared hearing all the noises. I didn't know what to do. What noises? We don't know. That's the full explanation (laughs) of why she texted her. She... Instagram commented as if maybe, she were being maybe kidnapped. like maybe
1: like maybe like a bird or something like that. <laughs> or? Oh
3: my God. Kathy it could be anything because Kathy, she it might have been her howling at her dogs. It could have been her doing it herself. <laughs> it could have
0: been her echo. It just is it could have been her fan. <laughs> I just love how she's so rich. I mean she's just so rich she can't even bother to learn normal things. She's just like, I don't know. I guess I'll just um Rick, he's on Instagram. And I'm in <laughs> a, my- a fan. This lady's so rich. I mean,
1: <laughs> my, my question, my question is someone who's not as versed in the whole real housewives averse And I know I'm remiss and I should, and I've seen what I've seen is, is very appealing and uh, uh, really wild. But when, why, why, did Kathy Hilton like become a reality television star? Because it was Paris. That was the reality star. wasn't it only like, recently that Um,
2: she started even appearing in these shows yes but yes the thing is so strange yeah both of her sisters have been in housewives since the beginning on and off since the beginning so oh yes her sister's Kyle Richards from like the Halloween movie right I'm remembering this now yeah
1: Richards
0: of course and Kathy Hilton actually makes so much more sense for Kim Richards because Kim is also a wackadoo and so lovable and out there, and they're all talking about chicken, chicken, something about chickens, and you're like, (laughs) I love these two. And then you can just see Kyle was trying to just like keep it together, but I just love those three sisters because they're so dark. Everything about Real Housewives (laughs) is so dark. Their mom, Big Kathy... Push them all to right. marry somebody rich. Like, she could have heard the ghost of Big Kathy. I don't know. Right, you know? that's true. <laughs> her. I mean, like, she made Kim Richards get remarried. She was in love with a grocery store heir, but Big Kathy said he's not rich enough. Made her get divorced and made her get married to somebody else. <laughs> and then we want to have a problem with her having a drinking issue or a pill problem. Let us <laughs> lady he <laughs> is.
1: I mean, it is almost like, it's like out of like nursery rhymes. This is like Cinderella-level
2: horrors to to put on someone's life. (laughs) A child, and she was, of course, a child actress, and she's the Mm -hmm. one who made uh, all the money for the family, and when it came, and when uh, Kim is older, uh, less successful in Hollywood, has some uh, substance abuse issues, her own sister, Kyle Richards, buys the family house that she paid for out from under her. like, jeez
3: she was like very i mean kyle is clawing her way to the top kyle doesn't care she got one she was only got to be in very few things and i think kyle really wanted to be the one that was the actress or what have you so now she's just grasping at straws and she'll do anything she'll step on all these sisters she doesn't care yes
2: (laughs) i mean good think about their family so much of their family has been exposed on this show and it and really Kyle is the only one that stayed with it, and the fact that she was able to convince Kathy to come on, and she's making these wild as Instagram posts. Do they not see what Kyle is doing to them? She's taking them all out, and th- wow. th- and we talked about on
1: pre- previous episodes. It's really, of- it's really that Andy. It's really Andy is the one that's doing oh, it all yeah, for he's them. He's the
3: puppet master. <laughs> yeah. He's killing relationships all over this country,
1: Andy. <laughs> he, he's a sick. This is a sick guy, but sick I, you know, make good makes good television. Still,
2: yeah, we didn't get to talk about his fucking meltdown on New Year's Eve, oh, yeah. where <laughs> like he he in res, in wrestling terminology terminology, it's called when you go into business for yourself. That when <laughs> you, when you break off of the script and just start saying whatever the fuck you want to say. I will say, Leslie, to be totally fair
1: to to Andy Cohen. Um, The CNN New Year's special is the sloppiest and most insane broadcasting that has ever existed. Like, like I'm like watching Don Lemon, like blackout drunk in New Orleans. Like it is. I'm like, these are all supposed to be the serious newsmen. And they just like load them up with tequila shots and put them on live television. I'm like, what? This is like an it's like an MTV New Year's special or something. um, But with the people that are going to be CNN be.
2: (laughs) CNN plus drunk. <laughs> drinks cnn plus a few drinks <laughs> they're just all
0: loaded that's the, that's
2: it wait, wait 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 are they really trying to do cnn plus oh you
1: don't oh, know yeah. this oh, yeah. no i had anderson not Cooper's heard of
2: anderson cooper is doing like a fathering
1: show for cnn plus it's like all the news anchors doing like podcasts and shit like that and they're trying and they're trying to convince people to pay what like five or ten dollars a month like Paramount Plus you know Paramount Plus Paramount Plus has every Star Trek and they're trying to charge you the same amount to watch like Anderson Cooper podcast about being a dad or something
0: Anderson Cooper (laughs) takes off a tie like they're like come on guys he's rolling up his sleeve (laughs) he's putting in the work here (laughs)
2: well i had put this in the show notes and i took it out but we are here talking cnn so we gotta mention uh wild boy jeff zucker uh out here see former cnn president forced to resign or was he fired uh because it was during while they were already doing the investigation of the andro cuomo chris cuomo quid pro cuomo scandal (laughs) jeez that is a that's a tongue twister try to say that five times fast yeah while they were investigating (laughs) that they discovered that jeff zucker was in a intense relationship with a they keep calling it colleague but technically it would have to be a subordinate right like it's like his direct underling i think yeah now i I don't want to drag him too much because from what I read it does seem like this was a long term relationships uh, that happened you know after many years of knowing each other so it wasn't anything nefarious that way but he got in trouble for not disclosing it I just wonder what kind of shop are they running there over (laughs) at CNN when you already have the Cuomo thing and then you also have this kind of I don't know open secret that like this very high level executive is sleeping with his underling
1: here here's the couple things I think about it are this like number 1 yeah I don't care that much about like it seems like it was a consensual relationship and all that kind of stuff I do think that it's an interesting time when Warner's about about to um Merge with Discovery, and Jeff Zucker probably would have had to get like a big, huge promotion and a lot more money. That they're (laughs) like, you know what? This is suddenly a fireball offense. This is suddenly, we are going to take the opportunity to fire you for this. And the other thing I thought was interesting about this was little fucking snivelly worm, Brian Stelter, who I think we'll talk about later when we get into some of the Joe Rogan stuff, but their media reporter, he wrote the article about like, oh, you know, Zucker is stepping away from CNN. And his article he's like you know none of us at cnn had any idea this was happening but then he also says that katie Couric alluded to it in her like sloppy tell-all book um, and i'm like so like i mean well, it's my- a big open secret but you are also saying like by the way none of us had any idea i'm like yeah, yeah. fucking right dude okay my
3: question like how long were they dating because
1: it's they said it started during COVID or it like got more intense during COVID. Oh. But also, it sounds like everyone in town fucking knew about it.
3: Yeah. I mean, because it's like, what is the proper point that you have to be like, OK, well, we're having a real relationship. Set, not, like, what's OK,
0: the- listen, guys, listen. OK, I was in charge of a weed shop once. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I- OK, <Uh-oh>. OK, <laughs> an insubordinate and I made sure to tell someone right away. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: yeah, just to cover yourself, if nothing yeah. else.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, yeah Jeff Zucker no is, is at this me, high right. level yeah it is also like you know this is like it does show the Cuomo's are like playing fucking dirty you know what I mean like I do think Zucker probably should have went and told HR and you know whatever maybe maybe they still would have just filed it away as like okay this is what we'll use to fire you when uh, you're gonna need more money Um, (laughs) but I think it also just shows it's like man the Cuomo's are fucking gonna fight dirty and I think actually Chris Cuomo might end up walking away with like a bunch of couple million dollars uh, for for him getting fired even though I hate him and I think he's one of the world's Great scumbags and that it was like Total journalistic malpractice to ever even Hire him in the first place because his brother Was the governor
3: Mm-mm-mm. But he can do pull ups. So, I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I one time, I, I, in my former life as someone who like made online videos for Funny or Die, I was sent to CNN one time. I'm five foot five, pudgy, little tiny hobbit man I or like whatever. Okay. And I met Chris Cuomo like in there when he was shooting his morning show. And he was immediately like, You want to wrestle? He like tried <laughs> to challenge me to like wrestle him. And I was like, No, what? sir. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that's just a true story. I don't even have a joke or anything oh about God. that. That was just a true story that happened with me. Wow. No, you didn't wrestle him. I didn't wrestle him. I was like, ha ha, not really. I
2: don't, but he's like a big buff guy. Like I'm actually, just a squat like you,
1: little fucking Samwise Gamgee.
2: Like. But you're, you got that powerful base. I think if you had gotten him in a double leg, you could have taken him out. He's definitely one of those overconfident guys right. who doesn't check yeah. his legs, right? Just I mean, there's
1: I there's a reason not. why he challenged me. He There's a reason why he looked at me and was like, this would be a challenge in some way, but <laughs> I don't know. All
2: right. So moving on to our next uh, bit. Of news. Aquafina has said that the black scent is here to stay. I know many (laughs) people were worried. Maybe you would turn on a romantic comedy, uh, and the best, the second best friend who works at a yoga yoga studio slash is a DJ would be speaking in a normal voice, but no, they will be heavily accented as African American, but not played by African American. They will be played by Nora from Queens, A.K.A. Aquafina, who has issued a statement. It's not an apology. And a statement about the ongoing, churning, unending fact that people notice that she's not actually black and doesn't actually sound like that and doesn't actually talk like uh, that. And so I, I can go ahead and read the statement. But first up, I just want to say, are you all relieved uh, that the blacks in the state?
1: No, I'm My so thing- mad about it. <laughs> I think she doesn't even use it that much anymore. But then it's so funny to see these movies advertised where it is her talking in just her normal voice, but then the end credits are like Aquafina. I'm like, where well, is she still yeah. going by Aquafina, the yes. like YouTube parody rap name mm-hmm. thing?
0: I thought that I it think- was a New York accent. I, I just <laughs> didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched much of her work. So. <laughs> no, she has
3: by Aquafina, though I feel like she's not I mean she's pretty popular she could maybe drop it but I feel like that's how she got popular so she gotta keep it now
2: yeah that's true no I see I actually 100% disagree because the name first of all the name is awful it's horrible it's a bad rapper name it's a comedy rapper name it was a very specific right. moment in time where that one gets over and she really did like start doing it because it was going to get her famous and noticed. It, it wasn't like this is who she really was and then she uh-huh. got famous. Like, no, she was like, oh, this shit ain't working out. Maybe if I call myself Aquafina and mm-hmm. really lean into
1: all this. And she shit. did and she did really corny, like which were very en vogue at the time in like 2010. She did like very lonely island sort yes. of overproduced parody raps yeah. about like my vag or whatever and stuff like yeah. that. And then that got her cast in movies. But I have seen her in recent movies where she just is not talking and using black scent. And like, you know, still it's, it still is the weird fucking lonely island you know parody rap name that's, yeah. that's on the on even the her show
2: is called Nora from Queens. like she's not trying to keep. she should just start on.
1: going by Nora from Queens.
2: Just that should what should be
1: credited as.
0: Have you guys also ever considered that people who want to be famous will do anything?
1: <laughs> 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 that's <laughs> true. that, that is true
2: So let's read this statement from uh, Nora Lum quote. There is a socio-political context to everything, especially the historical context of the African American community in this country. It is a group that is disproportionately affected by institutionalized policies and law enforcement policies, all the while, having historically and routinely, lots of fucking Lee's, lead, Lee routinely, historically, <laughs> institutionally, disproportionately, mm-hmm. seen their culture <laughs> stolen, Just exploited, herself. and appropriate by the dominant culture that she puts it like a bold, she tries to make dominant look bold. Which, uh, by in, the way, I will say this she does the two things where it's an asterisk on either side to make
1: it bold, but then at the end of the statement, she does actually bold and oh. underline <laughs> something. So I'm not really sure
2: what's going on with the markdown, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: but that's okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right dominant culture for monetary gain without acknowledgement nor respect for where those roots come from the pioneers of its beginnings and the artists that perfected and mastered the craft so she's basically stated why people are mad at her from mm. an extremely distant third person <laughs> academic perspective like she ag- is acknowledging that racism exists in theory as an mm. academic but mm. she's not really tying it to anything she said and it continues uh Is a problem we still see today. From you, Nora, is the. the, 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 uh, uh, Though some may pass. Yeah, is a problem we still see today, though some may pass it off as a convoluted mixture of the internet TikTok slang generation. You're t- you're too old for TikTok, Nora. You were doing this <laughs> or, shit,
1: or perhaps the 2010s YouTube generation. Yeah, just to you throw were it like out there,
2: almost pro, pro. You were like almost <laughs> too old for YouTube. Okay, uh, the internet TikTok slaying generation that liberally uses aave to add. That hip-hop, a genre of music that is ubiquitous and beloved across the country, has now anchored itself as a mainstream genre in music history. Well, you know that because that's why you were became a rapper, because it was right. the most popular form of music uh, at the time. And that's why you did it, because you wanted to be famous, which is fine. Um, and continuing, and in life, lingu- linguistic ac- acculturation immigrant acculturation, and the inevitable passage of globalized internet slang all play a factor in the fine line between offense and pop culture. But as a non-black POC, I stand by the fact that I will always listen and work tirelessly tirelessly to understand the history and context of AAVE, what is deemed appropriate or backwards towards the progress of any and every marginalized group. But I must emphasize, to mock, belittle, or to be unkind in any way possible at the expense of others is simply not my nature. Bolded, underlined... (laughs) Period, period between after each every, word. every word, which yeah. is kind of AAV in itself.
0: <laughs> right. it's a class. A period is a class, Sim- <laughs> who knows that. Huh.
2: Yeah. Simply <laughs> not my nature. Yes. It never has, and it never was. Wow. Whoa. So, yeah. from if I think I'm summing it correctly, she is saying that while racism exists and the type of work I do specifically is often racist. I could not possibly be racist because that's not just that's just not who I am. Right. By the way, I'm leaving Twitter. Have a good day.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Never to be seen again. Nice one, Nora.
3: <laughs> um. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this. OK, this is I was telling court like, I mean, I guess I've always thought this about her. I've always felt. I guess I kind of knew of her before I knew that. She had done this like rapping thing or whatever. So I just knew her as Aquafina, like a person in culture. She was on like NPR podcasts and stuff, like, I don't know. Um, so I just recognized her voice. But I mean, it's always bothered me that I feel like she's always talked like this, and no one ever addresses it. And then I'm like, maybe she has a black family. Maybe she was a doctor. <laughs> I
0: don't know like why? I- that's <laughs> so funny because this is like me, I'm such a square, and I'm always way, way late on everything. Just now, okay, now I'm understanding you guys are saying her name is really Nora. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm getting that. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not like a Karen or something like that. Right, right, no, right. It's, a that's real, it's a real, real name. name. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah.
0: soft name. That's a nice name. Okay, Yeah, it's just very different if when you are on the other side and you haven't seen somebody's career before. Yeah, you just kind of. I guess I was just kind of like, you know, people in New York. You know, they talk to people. Yeah,
2: I could, I could definitely see that because the funny thing is, is just like it's like I'm not mad at this woman for putting on the blacks and doing what she got to do to make in Hollywood in 2010s. People did worse, all right. But it was weird when they when, when she when after that. She was being promoted as like a very like uh, woke and politically conscious figure specifically, especially after the stop Asian hate. She was yeah, like, nice. you know, all over the place and she yeah. was outspoken about specifically uh, yellow face. She was specifically complaining <laughs> about this and really? and oh, it, no. it, it was yes. And it was shocking because everybody was like, wait a minute, but you do that. In this movie, we have this clip here of you doing essentially like, like, yeah. like blackface. I like, mean,
1: it 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 hit its bad. It hit its worst point, I think, in the movie Oceans Eight. If you ever watch the 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 all woman reboot of Oceans Eight, like the Aquafina scenes are are pretty embarrassing.
0: I rewatched that. I don't remember. And it I don't that well. remember it. Yeah, no. I, know. I watched I it just for solidarity's sake. <laughs> i fall asleep through a lot of movies though so that's not
1: <laughs> that would be a good contender honestly
3: i mean it just sucks in general because i see the beginning part the uh you know academic contextual part or whatever like um that is very true like i absolutely hate that the entire internet has become black and everyone just gets to take our culture and do whatever they want to with it <laughs> really obnoxious to me I hate all these like cringy little tiktoks you'll see of a girl oh, I just well, what uh, would you okay
0: what would you rather her do would you rather her than be like thank you I've used this to no, get famous okay, yeah. and now I'm going to just be me Nora <laughs> or,
1: <laughs> or is it better
0: what she's doing that she's like fuck it you know like I guess I'll just stay with this I mean I don't know I guess which way do you take it that's why I was hoping she had a black family or something that's what I'm saying like, I
3: was yeah. was coming from <laughs> what she
1: needs like, to, what she needs family. to do is get adopted by a black family that is what <laughs> i think
2: is the solution here. adult adoption oh, into forward. black families for authenticity could be solution. something that would take off in the united States.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: she's got to do something guys i don't know she's she's a good start going to a black church i don't know i'm just spitballed
2: oh that would work that would go into a black church hey y'all i am i'm here at allen chapel ame <laughs> <laughs>
0: But don't make it about her. Just sit there quietly. Yes. Don't make it about. Don't even her. get up for the visitors. Just, just you know, just be there. No testimony. <gasps> she,
2: no, she's gonna come down. I'm calling people to the altar. She's gonna, the preacher's gonna ask, "What's your name?" A- Aquafina. Aquafina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Like awkward, but also the the water people drink. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 not even. It's like corny and not funny, and it, I, it's a horrible rap name. I would, if I could censor anything, it would just be you have to go by Nora. You have to go by Nora. You can't use Aquafina anymore. It's done. It was. It never really worked. If you do that, I'll. I'm, I'll. I'll allow you to do the black Sin.
0: It's a truce. Mm. Oh,
3: that's a, yeah. That's a good truce. Okay, it's a truce. I like it.
2: <laughs> Our boy, America's number one podcaster, intellectual <laughs> thinker, philosopher. <laughs> MMA announcer. He actually is a halfway decent MMA. uh, The surgeon, the surgeon general of America. The guy, the guy we rely on for all our information about uh, coronavirus. The the new Doctor Fauci himself. Yeah, Joe Rogan has been on a wild ride this week. He's gotten in trouble. For new shit, he said he's gotten in trouble. For old shit, he said he's gotten in trouble for shit he's already apologized for within the past five years. Uh, it's an ongoing story, and the New York Times has written—I—I'm I, not joking—like twenty articles about Joe Rogan uh, in the past. Twenty plus articles and editorials, non-stop coverage Important of all stuff. the of the misinformation. Uh, that Joe Rogan is spreading about COVID. And I saw your, your video on it and you did a really great breakdown.
0: It's not missed on us that Joe Rogan is one of the only people who had Bernie Sanders on and also Tulsi Gabbard and also Andrew Yang. And he very much rejected the moderates. So I don't know if there's some lingering pettiness there, especially since the White House has been asked to urge, you know, to do more um but i mean the general basis of it is you know from my, our perspective is like they're trying to censor just you know discussion at the end of the day this guy is a stand up who smokes weed and drinks on his podcast and if you're concerned about the message that he's putting out there then that means the government and the mainstream media perhaps are not doing their job mm-hmm. yeah i don't know maybe you guys are making confusing things and pushing people to to rely on this and the other thing is i
3: just feel like they're really trying to they're always using these like crazy distraction tactics like they're trying to get us to like be concerned about joe rogan so we're not paying attention to what's actually going on in the world i guess like why who cares yeah who cares what
0: this guy says
2: yeah last I checked it was Joe Biden who was supposed to be doing something about coronavirus not right. Joe Rogan and in fact like I feel like a couple, before the Joe Rogan news like people were actually really starting to get mad at Joe Biden right. saying where are their masks these Jin soki press conferences where she's like what do you want us to do send tests to everybody they are not really like it somehow shifted from that conversation to the New York Times doing 20 articles about Joe Rogan had a this and this doctor on his on episode 127 of his show and he said this or that i'm like 90%, I would say, of the people who listen to Joe Rogan are doing it because they work the night shift, right? Like, (laughs) they're just, like, goofballs and just, I don't know, meat. I don't know. Maybe that's too mean a thing. But they're just, like, dudes who are listening to dudes talk. It could be sports radio. It could be Joe Rogan. It could be anything. It's Like, I don't think he is, like, the voice that people are really turning to for medical advice. but And also, the people who are turning to a, for medical advice don't have shit to give us or tell us anyway. Right. So like they're not doing any better than Joe Rogan. In fact, I think they are, in a lot of ways, doing significantly worse because people actually listen to him.
1: Yeah, you know, this is my thing is that, you know, as I've read a lot, uh, read about this this week, it really does feel like a new media versus old media battle. And it feels like old media doesn't quite understand or sort of willfully misunderstanding the role of Joe Rogan, who is not CNN. He's Mm -hmm. closer to like Howard Stern. You know what I mean? Like everybody listens to Stern and Stern has on everyone. Stern doesn't do it as much anymore. But like back in the day, Stern would have on fucking anybody and they could say whatever crazy shit. And he'd be like, you're out of your fucking mind, you know, like just and every single person in New York was listening to that on the radio. You know, oh, he feels yeah. like that niche more. I think it was in your all's uh, uh, YouTube video. Um, there was the, the clip of Brian Stelter, who I mentioned earlier, yeah. who was like, yeah. you know, played the Rogan clips. And he was like, Spotify says, you know, it's free speech, but not all speech is created equal. Yeah, Here at that. CNN, we that. have like a research department and we vet everything that we say. And I'm like, yeah. And you fucking then what you're really upset about is that this man gets 20 times more listeners than you do. Like you max out at 1 million people. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And like, frankly, I'm like, you know, even if you accept, you know... The kind of New York Times and CNN framing of like, this is, you know, dangerous uh, uh, because, you know, people are getting their information from them. I'm like, well, that is on you guys. You're fucking up. Everybody hates you and nobody (laughs) trusts you anymore. And if people are turning to Joe Rogan, does that not make you reflect on what you've done to the news?
0: (laughs) It's so insane. They cannot look in the mirror. They never have any reflection and it's it's crazy because you can see so clearly what happened like Uh, back in the, I don't know, a few months ago or last year, they had the coronavirus counter up, you know, every second we knew all the deaths and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden they switched, they turned that off, they were like, you know
1: what? (laughs) Even though though more deaths have occurred since then, it's not even the number of deaths, it's just like, it's all about the narrative and, you know, trying to put fear into people and everything like that. Um, Yeah, it's like this one is a tough one because in some ways I am okay with people shrieking at Spotify because I do think Spotify sucks, you know, and it's like when, you know, when uh, uh, Joni Mitchell and Neil Young are like, we're pulling our music off of Spotify, I'm like... I think that's a really easy calculation for them because they probably checked their bank account and saw that Spotify paid them $40 yeah. over like for, the yeah. last three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Spotify sucks. And like, I can understand these musicians being like fuck Spotify for paying Joe Rogan 10 million. And they've only paid me like YouTube money for the last couple of years. Right. But I think that people need to stop like, anticipating or expecting these big media organizations to be your friends because they have Twitter accounts that post like they're your friends like they don't give a shit they want to make material that appeals to everybody and like you all were saying on your show not everybody lives in a city you know, not everybody lives yep. like in the fucking CNN building and has the same, you know, uh, and has the same values as the people that are in the fucking CNN building. Sorry, Netflix doesn't Thank give a God. shit about you. <laughs> yeah, truly. Netflix doesn't really care. They want to make stuff that everybody in America will watch. And America's a weird fucked up place. I hate to break it to you. It's I not mean, fucking New York.
0: That's what makes it good. But also this situation <laughs> yeah. points out it's almost like getting mad at a girl who your boyfriend hooked up with. You know, but like why be mad at the girl? The girl is asking why like, don't don't be mad at Joe Rogan because Spotify is screwing the musicians. Be mad at Spotify. Obviously right. they have Truly. money. Obviously yeah, they can I be agree. paying. You know what I mean? Right. And I think it's just like there's got to be there's got to be just like there's gotta be a place like that. I don't know, just this grittiness of America. And kind of sharing these ideas and, and being able to be wrong also has to be. Okay. I agree. You know, yeah. like you don't ever get smarter by, by, you know, kind of just sitting back and being like, oh, well, I guess I'll just not say anything. It, there's just no there's no way to, to grow from that. So people have to be willing also to be wrong. And it's almost like you're being penalized. Or I mean,
1: be wrong. Also, also straight up, just let people be dumb. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it actually is like we, people are allowed to be like meathead idiots and shit. And it's like I don't really love the Joe Rogan podcast, but I'm like, I look at the clips that they're posting, and I'm like, this is a man who is stoned on the strongest weed that anyone could have ever created. <laughs> this is a man who's like devoted like the millions of dollars from being on Fear Factor to being higher than anyone has ever
2: imagined in history. <laughs> and I'm like, and and everyone and like so in some way. You're saying he's a hero, actually. You're of saying course, he's yeah. actually <laughs> her- heroic Wait, He has destroyed his mind in the pursuit of the purest of pure highs. He's There's been some consequences of that, but hey, you're going to say yeah. a few N-words if you're a white guy in your 50s and you get
1: incredibly stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, also, like, I think a lot of people don't want to sort of reckon with, like, what the past was like even 5 years ago. Yes. You know right. what I mean? Like people like are like so weird about like holy fuck he said that. It's like, yeah, well, like times have changed and like if you're recording everything you say and a mutable record is being kept of it on the internet. Like I'm like turn yeah. look in the mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you were recording yourself every
2: fucking day, like you might have fucked up, you know? Well, Jack this there was actually an example of this specifically our friends over at the Young Turks. did try to get in on the Joe Rogan N-word compilation, which is uh, one that's been around for years. I think he's already addressed it, but he he apologized again to get day and and Spotify actually took all those episodes where he says it off the service, which is interesting, but whatever. But the Young Turks, someone from the Young Turks commented on it, and then so someone else posted the Young Turks N-word compilation. (laughs) (laughs) Which, (laughs) again, they started in the same era around the same era of youtube where you and they're recording themselves on tv all the time and i remember in fact it it ties back to cnn because there was a point where if you were on cnn and you were talking about the n-word you would say nigger even if you were white you would people would say this and use it academically and that has changed to the n-word and now like I, I This is not to defend any of these people, but that—well, actually, that was the Young Turks events. They were using it as a newscaster, use it, and repeating things that other people said, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's not acceptable now for some reason, but, you know, it is what it is, so these things do change.
1: They do change, and, you know, while I don't know what the perfect solution is, and I, perf- I honestly probably have a much less important perspective on it than anyone else on this particular podcast <laughs> right now. <You> mean- um <laughs> You but there is something black? very child. I, 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 I wouldn't say that. I,
3: say, I mean, I do think. I, I guess our feeling was like uh, it's just another day as a black person. Like, how did he yeah, say? Sure. Did he say it like he was impersonating, you know, a black person, or did he say it like he was spitting in someone's face and using a hard R at the end? You know like, what I'm listen, saying? There's I, a difference. I
0: don't even care. There is that because well, well, I won't say it because where we grew up you could only hear it like the negative very racist mm. way with the hard ER. So like, I've only learned this. I could never say it in a cool way. Like it's going to sound racist. From the streets. If I say it, it's going to sound racist. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy. But the th- like the thing about being, I think also like being a standup is there's something about white guys too, whether they're stand-ups or not. But anybody who wants to be in this kind of space where they're talking, they always think like, I can be the white guy who uses the N word <laughs> In a way that is about—it's all about
1: the N-word pass. Everyone's seeking the pass—that's all everyone wants. I don't
0: know what it is, but I've seen so many. I, you know, I used to just sit in so many different open mics, and you just have to let guys just—you know—you just to let people say things, but. You know, it's usually supposed to be funnier than it is. If it's funnier than it is offensive, then fine, it's funny. And usually it's never achieved. And so we can agree to that. But like, let's be honest, we have governors who have been doing blackface. We have, you know what yeah. I mean? We have <laughs> yeah. the president who literally made the carceral system, the new age of slavery. Like, can we be mad at the right people? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I will say for the record, I think Joe Biden is a lot more racist than Joe Rogan. He's also definitely said the N-word more times. He's just <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, Joe Biden's more racist like in his bones you know
1: what I mean like in like just what he truly believes yeah I don't know I do feel like all of this feels like very silly you know what I mean like I care about it only in the sense that well, it's Jack, not important you know well, Jack, I'm like, Jack, I look Jack, at- Jack
2: it's important that things you know that if you are a news outlet a news source and you're reaching to, out to people that you present you know the facts accurate mm-hmm. that you have people check them that you know what you're saying when you're saying it, that before you're not misleading you people before you say it and that you're not misleading people or confusing people I mean Joe Rogan he's just letting anybody on there get on there and wing it, wing it about COVID he's saying masks don't work or they do work I don't know you would never see that in someone someplace like the New York Times or anything like that right the New York Times would <laughs> never spread any sort of misinformation uh, no, whatsoever they, they vet everything they vet, they vet everything, everything. <laughs> oh,
1: they have teams <laughs>
2: Look, so I, I, I was reading all these articles about Joe Rogan on the New York Times, and I couldn't help but notice that every single other article that wasn't about how Joe Rogan was the new great threat and was, you know, fucking up and was responsible for covid Every other article was about how we need to bomb someone right fucking now. Oh yeah, it, it, it didn't matter if it was mm-hmm. Syria. It didn't matter if it was China. It didn't matter if it was Russia. They were juggling all three within the same week. The New York Times and it just made me see like very clearly the New York Times is so incalculably more dangerous to the human race <laughs> than Joe Rogan <laughs> is. It, 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 it's not even worth like talking about. Even the new, just how the New York Times. Talks or does not talk about climate change. Could you mm-hmm. could see that being directly responsible for the impending uh extinction of the human race? Because mm-hmm. they are supposed to be our paper or record, and they don't seem very fucking interested in this impending doom. That's not Joe Rogan's job. That's their job.
0: People are not into doom, okay? People <laughs> want some bombs. People want to feel strong, okay? They yeah. want yeah. country strong.
2: Well, they're trying. Yeah. They're, well, they do. We do want us to feel strong. But when you're rushing to get the news, sometimes you don't always get it right, sadly. And there is a great account called Edi- editing the gray lady, which tracks all the changes to the New York Times headlines, awesome. abstracts, uh, and what have you and articles as well. And there was a report. Uh, so there was a raid in Syria, I think this past weekend, where the U.S. troops cl- claimed they, uh, where U.S. special forces claimed they killed this high-level ISIS. Fi- Remember ISIS? Remember when that was the big problem that everybody was talking Indeed. about? I feel like it. Okay. I feel like ISIS hasn't been relevant since like Aquafina was a cool name. It's been like <laughs> too, like like oh! mid Obama era since ISIS was was po- really popping popping. But the headline to report this, and excuse me if I flub this because the way of it's written, but this is the tracker of the headline about this operation that allegedly killed this ISIS leader. Uh, reports of civilian casualties as U.S. raid in Syria appears to target Al Qaeda leader. Okay, uh-huh. reports of civilian casualties is the focus on this first headline as a target and a Al Qaeda leader. Mm-hmm. The change becomes U.S. commando raid. See, the commando is in there to oh. make it sound tough. Uh, not, not it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and, now. Now it's US Arnold Schwarzenegger com- doing it. U.S. commando raid targets a senior jihadist figure. And see, you get the oh, ideology okay. there. You, yep. you forgot. You forgot what Kada was. How about jihadists? You know that one, don't you? And then the change in the abstract. All right, helicopter-borne special operations troops carried out the risky pre-dawn commando assault that was the initial abstract they did have the commando there they say they moved it up to the headline they changed this abstract to helicopter born special operations troops carry out the risky pre-dawn assault rescue workers on the ground say women and children were among at least 13 people killed in the raid Imagine if you only read the first one, you would only know that they had maybe taken out an al-Qaeda leader. And then they uh, changed that first headline again to, it was to a U.S. commando raid in Syria targets a senior jihadist figure, completely removing the mention of the civilian casualties. Mm. So that's the journey they take you on. They start you with the civilian casualties, but then by the end, it's just some com- badass commandos taking out, some, uh, taking out a bad guy.
3: Well, we'll even go you one better. We were driving back from the grocery store, listening to I don't know what we're listening to, something on the radio. It might have been NPR, but I'm not sure. And they said that um, this guy blew, detonated his own bomb and killed his own family.
2: Yeah, oh, that was the report, and it's like, Uh uh. I don't believe
3: I'm confused. <laughs> I don't believe that happened. No but what I we I do not
2: believe that happened
3: No because what we heard on CNN the mor- in the morning was successful raid you know executed right. and we got him boys that's what we heard in the morning and then the afternoon on the radio we heard something completely different so yeah, yeah. really interesting i
1: mean they looked around and saw all the women and children dead and they were like uh actually uh he pulled the trigger uh yeah, it was I him.
2: Actually, no no jack to correct you they actually found people were finding body parts around the jeez site. That was, yeah yeah that's Those how horrific workers? it is yeah. Yeah, like um, that that yeah, I was re- I, I think I read a Reuters article that did kind of the same thing where the first story was about US troops successfully uh, take out the bad guy and then the follow-ups were actually were finding several pieces of chip women and children. Mm. Oh, but he blew them up himself was the final mm. uh, yes, follow-up okay. last I saw it. Well, yeah. You
0: guys, they've got a market. Okay, America is nothing if not good PR.
1: So we We do have the whole staff. That's what the whole state department's all about is a bunch of PR people.
2: That's it. Well, here's another article from the New York times that I don't believe, but is directly relevant to this. U.S. exposes what it says is Russian effort to fabricate pretext for invasions. Yeah, officials uh, in abstract officials said Russia was playing a fake video showing an attack by Ukrainians on Russian territory or Russian speakers in eastern U- Ukraine. So this story from Julianne Barnes uh, in the New York Times. This is not an editorial. This is a straight story. It's telling us that if it telling us that it's actually Russia. That's going to be faking an attack yeah, uh, in order to just in for pretext uh, for war. They also in like the third
1: paragraph or fourth are like officials would not release any direct evidence of the plan or specify how they learned the, uh, how they learned of it. Saying to do so would compromise their sources and methods. But a recent Russian disinformation campaign focused on false accusations of genocide and efforts in the Russian parliament to recognize breakaway governments in Ukraine lent credence to the intelligence. Now, I, you know, not to be too Alex Jones conspiracy minded or anything like that, but if you were like arming people in a country or even like actually sending your troops to do something in a country, wouldn't it be like a good idea to be like, they're going to say like we're about to, they're going to say we did this. Like if right beforehand you were like, they're going to say we did this. And then like you do it and you're like, see, they said we did this.
2: Mm-hmm. Jack, I have to correct the record here. They're not, sent, we're not sending troops to Ukraine. We're sending troops. We're sending special operators and observers just outside the Ukrainian border, In mm. with right, well right. within NATO territory. And they're they're Thank not really. Much, it's,
1: and and to be fair to Joe Biden, it's not really a troop deployment. It's a it's a NATO deployment oh, yeah, of American NATO. troops. It's a NATO deployment of American troops, but it's a NATO deployment, not a Biden deployment. Everything it's one Biden is, approved of.
3: Everything is so specific. I mean, they really have worked on the spin so well. Well, you know how <laughs>
0: Ukraine
3: needs that NATO support, so. <laughs> i love how the ukrainians are like all the reports are like the ukrainians are out every night going to dinner partying like
0: like, also like we don't feel a threat but
2: <laughs> i actually thought it was funny because i think the ukrainian uh, president started issuing statements like actually we don't want a war and we think yeah. the u.s is making this worse We'd which like was surprising to, to me
1: well, because Biden and and, and Saki and everybody kept being like a, a Russian threat is imminent. A Russian invasion is imminent. And like Russia was like, we never said that. And then finally, they like back down. They were like, maybe that wasn't smart to say. Maybe that's like telling them to do something that we uh, uh, shouldn't be telling them to do.
2: And moving on to our final uh, headline from The New York Times. As always, fuck the Olympics. But The New York Times is obviously... and. In- american media is treating the Olympics in china much differently than they treat the treat the olympics in japan which were absolute uh disaster but mm-hmm. every time but like they keep putting our articles like are the covid protocol the protocols to keep people from catching covid going too far in china yeah. no one's ha- like what is the cost of I the mean, athletes not dying from that- COVID?
1: That shit is so funny to me. You also sent an, an article earlier that was someone being like the dystopian feeling of being in China during this. And it's like all the workers are wearing PPE. They're sanitizing the air. There are things going around sanitizing the air. I'm like, yeah, do you realize like in China they don't have like... Eight hundred and fifty thousand deaths from COVID, right. and they Jack tried to nine, stop it. Is
2: nine hundred thousand now?
1: It is actually more dystopian to be in America, where all the waiters just have to like walk around with a thin cloth mask on. Like this is how it should be. Like yeah, and also by the way, uh, if you're coming off the plane in China and you're from America, I'm sorry, but you are scary and a vector <laughs> of disease. Like yeah. that's truly frightening.
0: You're gross. You might as well be the kid who picks his nose. Get out. <laughs> Here, <laughs> Ugh, we're so gross,
1: yeah. I don't know, just the whole like, this is so dystopian how these people are trying not to catch a disease. Yeah. I'm like, and also, by the way, the great article, the, the one you mentioned just now, is like China's zero COVID policy is a pandemic waiting to happen. Well, America's 100% COVID yeah. policy <laughs> is a pandemic happening, uh, uh, just I to mention. <laughs>
3: I like, a pandemic waiting to happen, aren't we? In a pandemic? I didn't
1: know. What is this? They might get a pandemic someday soon. I'm like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> the hospitals, you, if you, like, get in a car crash, they have to leave you in, like, the fucking, you know, parking lot. You know what I mean? Like, it's not good over here right now. not, <laughs> not
3: good, guys. Oh, we can't even, we barely make our own masks. We got some of those. Have you guys gotten any free masks yet from the CVS? Our family of five. Oh, wow. We've oh, we've, well, we've I would. Got- We've I got truth. my four
1: tests from Biden. I got my oh. four Biden tests, no, so we've, I'm, we've I'm holding on to those.
3: Haven't gotten the test, but we did get the masks. And the masks are, they look like jock straps, actually, which is a little weird. But they are <laughs> apparently American-made, and that's what we've got to work with, I guess. Ooh, that's so
1: alarming. China that's alarming. <laughs> Ooh, they made these love. in America? <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> know about
2: that. <laughs> Good, luck. Good luck. Nice knowing y'all. It's been so... Uh, wonderful uh talking to you can you tell people where they can find your show one more time
0: wow what a lovely delete de- wait delight? delight i was gonna say delight and a treat but that <laughs> sounds like delete and that's yeah. not there what a delight and a treat to talk to you all wow seductive voices over this beautiful medium <laughs>
3: oh yeah I
2: Oh, thank it. you that's so kind oh, of you I to say.
0: i love it um you guys just yeah just look um the bank sisters on youtube um we will be there we're going to shoot a a video tonight where we've recreated a hooters in our basement to talk about (laughs) our history of jobs and Mm -hmm. um our job experience so we just do a lot of fun things like that and then we just talk shit on twitter and i would love to talk to you all you know keisha's getting new to it so i'm courtney banks at the at courtney banks on twitter
3: yeah um i'm at one of these keishas on twitter I'm rarely there. I don't, I didn't even, don't even know how to check my damn messages. So that's what
0: makes her so <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> i what it is.
3: Um, yeah. I don't know. And just, I feel like I'll always our parting words to, you know, people out there is like, stay in solidarity with the people that are poor with you. Uh, worker solidarity and all that good stuff. And yeah, um, let's just keep struggling guys i like i love the name of your first of all also your artwork is amazing oh yeah so oh, thank
2: you caps for that. <laughs> thank that was
0: Ooh, into it you love guys it. are
2: cool thank you so much well folks that was struggle session have a good one peace bye